This is The Corporate Shadow. I'm Dr. Ryan Giffen, a professor and human resources coach helping people just like you build stronger relationships with their boss. The novel coronavirus disproportionately affected racial and ethnic minorities. Business leaders today must strengthen their diversity efforts and implement stable and long-term programs to ensure minority groups are not left behind. Join me as we discuss six strategies to help foster diversity, equity, and inclusion in a post-COVID era. Global crises are far-reaching and disruptive, leaving an impact on society as a whole. But they also affect businesses, workplaces, and personal lives. The novel coronavirus disproportionately affected racial and ethnic minorities as they tend to have higher hospitalization rates than non-Hispanic white individuals. Thus, 25% of Hispanic and black employees work in the essential sector, yet encounter more obstacles to getting care, such as a lack of health insurance. The COVID-19 recession also led to more job losses among women than men. And they were also likelier to work in the healthcare and education sphere. Another issue that the pandemic brought back to the forefront is that females disproportionately took the role of a caregiver due to being associated with childcare more strongly than before. Hence, the death toll due to the surge of coronavirus infections might be the worst aftermath, but it's not the only one. The pandemic also had a substantial impact on diversity efforts that we must not ignore. Even though most companies integrated diversity procedures to ensure inclusive workplaces, nine out of 10 executives find it challenging to execute their DEI strategies during the pandemic. Since the racial and ethnic minorities already struggle with the disproportionate blow of lockdown and pandemic, this is alarming data. A 2020 research across 11 countries shows that women, LGBTQ+, people of color, and working parents find it more challenging to maintain work-life balance. Although the pandemic doesn't spare anyone, women in particular, are concerned about increased household responsibilities. This indicates that the double shift remains a critical gender question. Females, particularly in emerging economies, still have to endure an unequal burden of childcare or taking care of aging family members. As a result, women are leaving the United States workforce at a greater rate than men due to lack of support, high childcare costs, and gender pay gaps. However, the pandemic affects Black and Hispanic females more, 9% to be specific, than their white female co-workers at 5%. On the other side, employees who identify as LGBTQ plus fear losing their jobs while also feeling a sense of isolation. These individuals also struggle with an overwhelming workload increase and stress over performance compared to their heterosexual and cisgender co-workers. 
Moreover, they are also likelier to report mental health issues and feeling disconnected at the workplace. People of color, employees that are worried about workplace health and safety compared to their white peers, stress over progressing in their career and taking care of responsibilities at home. It's no wonder that only one in six diverse employees feel the support from their employers. And undoubtedly, the pandemic has amplified already existing disparities, and the workplace is no exception. Despite the efforts to diversify work environments, employees from minority groups still experience various challenges that hinder their personal and professional lives. With the global inculation speeding up, the world is hopeful that we are at the end of the tunnel, entering the last weeks or months of the pandemic, yet that doesn't necessarily mean that the post-COVID era will have a substantially better outlook for minorities. Regardless of their size and industry, most businesses found themselves in a difficult position due to the pandemic. However, each company had a different approach, and not all executives consider diversity, equity, and inclusion to be among the crucial elements of their company culture. For some, diversity is just another task concerning compliance. The post-COVID era will likely show what organizations had stable DEI initiatives before the pandemic and what struggled with execution or fostering inclusion because they felt they had to. Whatever the scenario is, employees will suffer the consequences of hasty strategies and unstable programs. Some companies will still have the hiring freeze in place to recover financially from the coronavirus aftermaths. These businesses will likely focus on internal hiring and upskilling which doesn't improve diversity. Instead, it centers around reshuffling the same workers in the same company. The pandemic also accelerated technology progress, resulting in increased automation. But despite its benefits, automation disproportionately affects black people leading to a displacement of over 4 million persons in this group. These individuals could lose their jobs and struggle to find another due to this automation. Other minority groups that will likely become victims of the labor switching are women and Latino people. Undoubtedly, automation affects minorities more intensely than others. Yet, these groups of people already struggle with the pandemic and lockdown aftermaths. Although the shift to automation was inevitable, many companies had to opt for this technology sooner than they initially imagined due to COVID-19. It is why these shifts were often quick, abrupt, hasty, and without thorough planning. And because of that, 
Many executives didn't even have enough time or resources to implement a more inclusive transition to automation. The data indicate that the pandemic has exasperated the existing inequalities and accelerated technologies that will further hinder diversity. It is why diversity, equity, and inclusion is more significant than ever. Even though the world is reaching the other side of the pandemic, we will have to mitigate its aftermaths for years to come. Business leaders must strengthen their diversity efforts and implement stable and long-term programs to ensure minority groups are not left behind. So now join me as I share six strategies to help you foster diversity, equity, and inclusion in your company in a post-COVID era. All right, so let's talk about six different strategies that you as the executive or human resources professional or heck, even an employee that may want to present this idea to their boss um, about what we can do is in terms of creating more strategic initiatives for diversity, equity, and inclusion or D-E-N-I for short. The first step is so simple and usually often uh, not executed well because we fail to even do it at all. And folks, that is maintain regular communication. Maintain regular communication is the very first strategy, the very first strategy to help foster DEI initiatives. You see, the pandemic and lockdowns caused a global shift to work from home and virtual meetings. And Although many employees enjoy the opportunity of turning their rooms into offices, many diverse hires report feeling isolated or overwhelmed with work. It is why we need to ensure that regular communication across all departments and the hierarchy are taking place. All workers, all workers should receive continuous updates and feedback. Moreover, Reach out to your diverse employees and ask them how you can increase their sense of belonging in the organization. Show that you care and show that you have genuine interest and let them know that they are not alone. Ensure that minority groups participate equally in all tasks, meetings, and virtual gatherings. Don't offload extra work to these individuals because you just assume, oh, because they are black, they must know everything about being black. That, that is not true. And if you do that and you provide more work to that individual, that is inequitable work distribution. So don't do that, right? We want to ensure that minority groups are participating equally in all tasks. The other thing about regular communication is showing empathy within communication and pay attention to what employees are not saying. They might show their discomfort, anxiety, or even grief by simply avoiding to talk to you 
or being late with their projects or meetings. It is why it's recommendable to introduce surveys, employee satisfaction surveys, for example, to collect feedback and use them to tweak your DEI initiatives. The second strategy is emphasize on employee well-being and mental health. Even though this is not necessarily related to diverse employees, ensure that you have efficient well-being programs and mental health support initiatives. These procedures should provide equal access to all workers, regardless of their background, race, or ethnicity. Consider personalizing these programs and tailoring them to each employee. That way you can implement customized support for those with pre-existing conditions. However, you should also help employees navigate the new realm, remote work, and societal upheavals. You know, perhaps the hires need support as the world slowly transitions to this post-COVID era, or maybe they need accurate information concerning vaccination and whether the company could help them get the vaccine. The third strategy is that we want to implement flexible schedules. Flexible work hours are a must in the post-COVID world, especially for the working parents, people who take care of their parents or siblings and have other responsibilities that disrupt their work-life balance. Evaluate whether there are particular groups of people who are overwhelmed with a demanding workload and ensure that everyone, as I said before, under communication, that everybody works equally, but that each employee has enough time for their personal lives and responsibilities. The fourth strategy to help foster diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives and strategies is employee support and creating a budget for employee support programs. Depending on the company's size, profit, and capabilities, consider introducing an employee support budget that could allow you to help disadvantaged workers who struggle economically or socially. It is also stellar support for diverse employees and those that are the principal caregivers at home. However, you could also integrate this budget with free health insurance or telehealth programs or services that help working parents find reliable babysitters. A fifth strategy to help foster DEI initiatives is to make remote work seamless. Although remote work wasn't a choice for most companies, not every employee has internet access and the necessary technology for telework. Some might not be able to afford these tools or might live in rural areas without internet connection. However, it's also possible that not every hire knows how to use the platforms and the technology needed in order to work from home. It is why you must consider how to help employees with limited finances, no internet access, or lack of tech knowledge. And perhaps you could give them a stipend or reach out to organizations that can donate the technology. Thus, 
you need to ensure that the employees get the necessary training for remote work. And a quick footnote to this statement is there are some laws, particularly in the state of California, that if you are requiring your employee to conduct business on your behalf, you may have to pay for their internet or you might have to pay a stipend for their electricity to power up that technology to do work for your business. The last and final strategy is to foster a sense of belonging and connection. The pandemic caused anxiety, it caused loneliness and isolation for many individuals. But it also exasperated those feelings in groups of people that already felt disconnected or unwanted before the COVID-19 pandemic. So to overcome this, you can organize regular meetups, gatherings, and events to emphasize a sense of belonging and connection among the team members. Even if the workplace is remote, consider inviting the employees to have a lunch break together through Zoom. Or, of course, if you're back in the office, safely doing so together. Whatever you choose to implement to nurture feelings of community among the staff, ensure that no one is left out and that each employee feels welcomed. In conclusion, the COVID-19 aggravated the existing inequalities, putting the minority groups in a more vulnerable position than before when we coexisted with the virus. That makes diversity, inclusion, and equity more significant than other, and there is no better time to start than now. Each individual has the power to help people around them feel more comfortable, accepted, included, and equal to everyone else. Workplaces are in an environment that can make a big difference when it comes to diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives and strategies. Therefore, business leaders and HR professionals have the power and responsibility to foster diverse values and implement programs that help equity thrive in a post-COVID era. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you heard today and you want to talk more about this topic or on how to build a stronger relationship with your boss, schedule a call with me one-on-one. You can sign up for free at innospire.com. Once you sign up at Inospire, you not only have access to me, but you'll have access to free resources to assist you in the workplace. The Corporate Shadow is produced by Inospire Inc. The views expressed in The Corporate Shadow does not reflect the opinions or views of California State University, Long Beach. For The Corporate Shadow, I'm Dr. Ryan Giffen. See you next time.